You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. never gonna get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> Alright, so it's time for us to move over into musings. Hmm. Well, hmm. Any, musings. Any thoughts? Ponderings. Any feelings? Wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll start it off with my one of my top palastri theories is why doesn't Jamie know specifically what happened in the raid? It's because he's a plant. That's it. That's the end of the muse. That's the end of the muse. That's it. That's what it is. My muse. And you can muse as well, but that's my question and answer. Why doesn't he know about what's going on with the raid? Really? The specifics? It's because he's a plant. It's because he's full of shit. He vapes way too much to be trusted. So... He did a lot of yelling off screen and we just assumed that all of it has related to do with what? Maybe not the building, maybe not the office, but maybe... We can't say we. We can't say we. Fine. Because Candace. <laughs> but if your muse has changed because you did think he was doing real work when he was yelling, because you actually thought Dread was the plant this entire time. So you probably thought Jamie was doing something for real. I might have been. I still don't trust Dread. And the fact that she's popping up this episode uh, does not bode well for my nerves. But we will see what happens and how she's used on top of Bear and everyone else in the bitter pill. We will see how that all goes, especially since the beginning I wanted him to be the one not undertake i want him to be the one that is not even if i have to overly stretch and be so ridiculous as to say the reason he wasn't in the scene when carolyn was being shown footage was because that footage was of jamie dying like whatever i need to say to have it so that jamie's not in the take and not the plant i'm just i have to lock in he's not a plant why because we can't just both always agree oh all right well if that's if that's the reasoning <laughs> i was just curious okay if that's the reasoning then yes let's go with it we cannot always agree well that was a quick short and to the point muse and muse we did my muse was all of like one sentence ultimately <laughs> which is he's a plant but uh, that's 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 my current oh i could do i could do a well if i do if i do this the problem is is that everyone here it's like a skeleton because it's one bone connecting to another bone so like this starts with watch watch so you can see what i'm saying so it starts with what if kenny comes back because i wanted something with kenny to be prominent in the final episode we have no reason to believe he will but if he did who would he out where is his private phone and then i said is geraldine homeless okay split those up do your kenny one first do your kenny one first so what if kenny comes back we have no reason to believe he will. But if he did, who would he out? Where is his private phone? And then if I skip Geraldine's diff and I go down to, I believe in episode eight, at the very least, a Kenny photo resurrects as, but it's connected to Geraldine still. As Geraldine makes one final stand before <laughs> she switches up her modus operandi and begins to do her very her version well, of you flexing. need to just try to focus All and right. muse on kenny if kenny's coming back why do you suggest and instead of just posing questions to yourself answer some of these questions how lock it in is kenny coming back it seems it seems well i've already sort of locked in my answer from the revelations that i believe he's coming back and that it's via cctv or some sort of like found file on his phone mm. or whatever that features him saying something and they have Carolyn watch it because I just don't see like you could forward a bitch email or messages if she's in there watching it's because it's Kenny's actual fucking face I think 
uh, Kenny pointing someone in a direction is a wonderful thing to have in series eight. In in episode eight of the series, I was like series eight, right? It's a wonderful thing to have an episode eight of the series, but I just don't believe uh, that whatever direction he points in will be the full direction of who did. The we what. are in the final episode. We are, and I what feel like the they're fuck? gonna hang it over our head until series four before I, we find out. I'm upset that you have suggested this very likely scenario because what do we know <laughs> that we don't know? That's what we know. There's too many napalm balls in the air for them all to be able to go off. Seamlessly, Adios. so Adios. Adios. the the Kenny murder is going to oh, be look the at this thing. On the TV. I do like it. Do it's pretty. Like it. It's, it's very pretty. nice. Very nice. But um, so <laughs> so what is what is the crux of this muse? This Kenny muse? The muse? Oh no! It's just that I'm locking in that at the very least a Kenny photo will resurrect. I like that you said he's, it's going to be a video message. I like that, but I feel like he will be mentioned at least twice by two different characters all right well that's that's a that's a safe bet i am with you there we are in agreement that kenny makes an appearance in some kind of way in the season finale because uh, wow um let me throw another one of my quick muses out there okay um when eve and caroline are talking this past episode and eve is like so caroline why did we start this any of this and caroline replies information intelligence gathering to compile a comprehensive file facts of despots maniacs and extremists because that's what they do my palastri muse here is sort of based around that and caroline's later statement that episode of it's starting to get personal the side side palastri muse of it's starting to get personal is caroline's past relationship with Ellen, whose name she knows and that's why i was sort of like what when we were watching the sneak peek, because I was like, so she know this bitch name? But we this makes my wild muse easier. No, we didn't know that. We don't know what Carolyn knows about the 12. Carolyn keeps her secrets to herself. Kenny was like, I'm finding stuff out. Eve is finding stuff out. We're finding postcards and shit that we shouldn't find. Carolyn has never volunteered shit about the 12. So I am very tickled, amused, and curious about the fact that Carolyn knows Alain exists. She knows that Alain is presiding over Villanelle. And she has things to say. So my side plastery theory, of course, is that Carolyn has banged a whole lot of hoes in the spy game, including the lady in red. And so maybe it's starting to feel personal because this is another one of her exes that have Villanelle ex energy where they're just wanna, they want to hurt you, they want to kill you, they want to send you down to the bad place. All right, Carolyn, we get it. You had fun in the 80s. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but she really did have fun in the 80s. She did. I, and when you're ready for she that prequel did. series, that show, when you're ready, queer writers. Well, someone Intimacy has to fund them. Coordinators. Someone has to fund it is them. True. It is People true. have things they want to write, but or produce, but are they getting funded? That's the question. But yes, that's that's three tiers to the heart of this Carolyn Muse is that one, I think that Carolyn is gonna change. As I mentioned earlier, I sort of see Carolyn as Switzerland. She is very smart, very calculating, and is a planner. But from what we saw from series one and two, she's sort of like, Well, that's not me. Like, I arrange these things. I need this information. I need for this to happen. But if you get fucked up, if you die, if your life goes down, well, I warned you, didn't I? It was all your choice to get involved in the first place. I'm just, you know, doing what I do as Carolyn Maltons. And I feel like one of the options for Carolyn to change up what they've been doing for her and partly explain some of this additional screen time is the fact that Carolyn's going to modify. She's going to switch from what we know her to be of this Switzerland person who doesn't really kill herself. It's indirectly, like... Go over right. there, do that, okay. that she might become the Carolyn that, in my mind, maybe she was when she was younger, in her 20s and 30s, which is Carolyn the Killer. And I guess I can connect mm. my other muse to this muse because I know 
of the Killing Eve released photos that are out, there are, in addition to what we see in the preview, we know that Villanelle and Eve are in a house. And there are ideas about that being Paul's house because they released a picture of the actor who plays Paul sitting in a chair and the light looks similar-ish. But what I actually noticed is that for the photos of Carolyn looking like she may be in the same house in Constantine, it is daytime. And for even Villanelle in that scene, it, it seems obvious that it's evening, especially if it's connected to Eve running on Love Lane. Mm. And so in my mind, since I'm connecting these muses, I'm like, they got to do something wild with Carolyn. They got to do something we don't expect with Carolyn. And I always expect Sisyphean speeches and soliloquies from Carolyn. So that's not a surprise. Her giving an awesome, badass speech about why she's the shit, not a surprise. Carolyn killing someone with her own hands. Carolyn getting dirty. Her own hands getting dirty. Now that, that would be, that would be a trick. So I'll add this to my mini muse. I think Carolyn's going to kill Paul in the season finale okay. with her bare hands as to quote Eve. An intimate kill. All right. I don't know if it'll be intimate. I just think it will be impressive. I prefer that it's something really cool to indicate that Carolyn has a level of skill that neither Eve nor Villanelle has really considered because they just haven't. And she does something like how one of the lady in red to do, pull some out your ear, um, a pin, something real fast, just get him. Because part of the thing is Villanelle saying, oh, this is new. So I'm like, Villanelle is either saying this is new because there's a bunch of people in the room who aren't normally in the room together. But even then, it's like, why is that happening? Or it's like, my other complete Palastri theory side is that it's a new way of dying. <laughs> that she sees someone dying, and Villanelle has murked a lot of hosts, and she likes to watch, and she's like, oh, this is new. Like, whatever's happening to Paul in my fantasy is so interesting that Villanelle makes that remark. Well, this is, I've, well, I've not seen this. Mm. Bravo. <laughs> Carolyn attacks Paul with the explosive dildo. <laughs> Ew. Sorry, that's not sophisticated enough for me to be impressed by that kill. And maybe if you're trying to kill somebody you, you want to with, but I'm like, Carolyn, exploding dildo, please. Carolyn? Carolyn, who just had the meeting with Villanelle in the sneak peek in an opera house during a show, during some orchestra show, because she's Carolyn? There's no way, no way Carolyn kills anybody with an exploding dildo. It's kind of like the Chablis. That's not, that's not what she does. That's not <laughs> what you do. If you're Carolyn Martin, you do something else. And really, the last part of this muse is that the only way the 12 stays scary for me, I've pretty much come to the understanding and realization that this will be true, is if Carolyn is in it. They have done so much to undo the intimidation of the 12 this season, at least for me personally, that the only way they can save it, the only way any of this will make sense is if Carolyn is ultimately in the 12 to help explain why Villanelle's not yet murked. Because she has other designs and things and things and Eve and yada, 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 yada. And she somehow decides to go in on her own shit. Because I always see Carolyn in Switzerland, like she's doing stuff in MI6, but she's also doing stuff with the 12. But she's like equidistant, like we are both like given, exchanging information and it's fucking fine. But it may get to the point where she's like, fuck everybody. Fuck MI6 for letting this happen and fuck you 12 bitches for letting it happen. And now Ooh. I just want everyone to die. Because that would be a hard switch. It would be such a hard switch from Switzerland Carolyn to... Um, kill him. Kill him, Carolyn. And uh, so when when would you be okay for that sort of a reveal to happen? Mid-series four, the end of series four. What sort of reveal? The reveal that Carolyn is ultimately... What, what are we using for? The, the finale! This are you finale? kidding me? You what need them to drop the bomb. What are these muses about? You what need... am I musing about if I'm not musing for the finale? I literally just said earlier, we have no concrete information on the 12. We have Nothing! Nothing! We We've met the lady in red and we have nothing. So in order for the 12 to remain an intimidating entity and in order for all this shit in this season to make sense in some kind of way, Carolyn has to be in the 12. Just Paul being in the 12 is not enough. We just met Paul this year. Like how, how, you can't. 
No, so I'm using for the finale. Kyle Makeup Contour. What? Series 4. What the fuck? I have a whole list, wish list of things in Series 4. One of them is not finally learning that Carolyn's in the 12. My wish list for this series was figuring out if Carolyn was finally in the 12. So we have one episode left to give Candace what she wants, but I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's what I want. I need, I want to know once and for all where Carolyn stands. I've been saying it for the past few snacks and I mean that shit. Where does Carolyn stand? Where is she and all this stuff? What is she doing in the plots? <sighs> And why is she? But that's it. That's the bulk of the Carolyn Muse that she, that I think she's going to have a hard right turn in her behavior. Not necessarily her personality, but in her behavior and how she expresses herself. And that for the 12 to keep their thing, they got to do, they got to level up in the finale. They got to show something that says, hey, this is why we're the 12. This is why we're this international crime syndicate because we're this good. Right now, I'm just laughing like, y'all are worse than the motherfucking Crips. Y'all are worse than a hood gang. I this is. Can't. She said the Crips. They're more intimidating than the 12. If the 12 was like, we're going to kill you, Candace, but I literally had six more chances. At what point do I start trolling the 12? At what point do I start cracking jokes with the lady in red? Like, but will you really kill me, though? But will you really kill me? <laughs> so, and I would be right because they haven't actually paid on any of those promises. All of Villanelle's pain that she's felt is via Eve, essentially. And her mother. Nothing to do with the 12. Literally, since we started the series, Villanelle has gotten nearly everything she wanted from the 12. To the point of being the keeper. When we were convinced, she would never be a keeper because how could she be? She's doing a horrible job. She's a fucking keeper, Terrence. So I can't make sense of this organization. I really can't. I don't, they don't make any sense. They don't. Why have Villanelles when you have Rianne's? Unless there's something else we don't know about. Why have Villanelles when you have Rianne's? I mean, I can't fight for that case, but I'm not. Also, also, I can't say that I've seen anything from Rianne to say that that is the more desirable template. Other than, I guess, she listens when she's told to do something. But that's an assumption because we haven't seen anything on screen that she has done. Yes, we have. The lady in red said, sit down. And she did before Villanelle. And I said it then. I literally mused about what was going on in their boudoir. So I would disagree. And I don't understand how when you're trying to kill people, efficiency, like military efficiency, isn't something you want. Of course it's something you want. That's why the military is the way it is. You don't ask questions. You go on a mission. Go out there, get those people. Okay, but what did they do? Okay, but do they deserve it? No! They say, go out there, get the people. You're like, I'm gonna get them. That's Rayanne. And she clearly said in the clip we saw of Villanelle, she prefers it that way. And there used to be a time, once upon a time, before Eve Palastri was in her life, that Villanelle preferred it that way too. When she killed that guy in Belgium. Why are you doing this to me? She's like, I don't know, nor do I care. Now, <laughs> take this bullet. So I think it's interesting. It's an interesting contrast with what has happened to Villanelle while she's been upended emotionally. And every other way one can be upended by Eve, that she is disgruntled, she is dissatisfied, she is acting what some people would say out of character, because realistically, none of what she's doing makes sense for a professional killer. Zero. And now you're trying to be a spy, but you haven't been to spy school. Girl, how did... <laughs> what are you... She'd be like, I read a book. <laughs> I read a book, and now I know how to spy. And I watched um, all the James Bond yeah. films. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, here's best of luck to the 12 and their redemption in the finale. Here's hoping that they, I don't know, show people something something concrete that we could something. say puts them on an echelon on a pedestal because they've been touted on this pedestal for so long no, they've like, been on the pedestal they just fell they fell off for me like i said if you're out here looking like a street a street banger <laughs> that's not that's not even the mafia man that's literally the lowest tier you might as well be shoplifting 12 why don't you change your crimes to shoplifting and do that syndicate <sighs> because that's where y'all are rolling all right anyway i'm done with that muse all right, so we'll hop from Carolyn, and I'll I'll go to Geraldine. Uh, my first question is, is Geraldine homeless? 
I don't feel like she's been home since she's been with Carolyn. I feel like she's been up under and inside Carolyn's what? estate the, the entire time. Is Geraldine home? Then I said, is her pet is her sitter mama? making overtime? Has she been paying the sister? Do you How can't do you know say she that? has a pet? She got something that she take care of. <laughs> I mean, and I do believe that plants. Geraldine would have an actual pet, but yeah. And I said, if she's not on the take, then it's not what we came here for. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the truth. I desperately I love want- when we have different people on the take. You're stuck on Dread and Geraldine, and I'm like, it's Jamie! And watch this be not right about any of it at all. I mean, it's true. Town makeup. I mean, if she's not on... Oh, I already said that. It, I desperately want her to be a novice bad guy who is sent in to do a job that has yet to be complete. <laughs> I believe You're in episode so eight that at the very least, oh, that's be talking about Kenny Samoa as Geraldine makes one final stand before she switches up her modus operandi and begins to do her version of flexing, whatever that entails. So, oh dear, I don't know if it's her mother telling her thank you next or whatever it is. Thank but you, Geraldine. Next. Will horrible. She will do some version of flexing, whether it's it's petulant. Or it will come across as so, but it will be it will be something that Carolyn for sure is not impressed with, and more than likely saw a mile away, and to have her I guess deal with Geraldine and that whole thing, hopefully on screen, hopefully, hopefully. All right. So is that is that that's it for Geraldine? I don't I don't have any damn muses for Geraldine except Carolyn. I'm pregnant with your with your baby daddy. But... Wait, no, <laughs> I'm pregnant with your grandson, son. Right, like, ugh. so that sounds too much like the middle, those states, um, mm, in the right. center there. Sometimes what they be doing. Okay, so <laughs> nothing to add to your Geraldine muse. Like I'm I said, pregnant I just, with my stepbrother. Um, stop can't. it! Stop it! God, this is a little too Game of Thrones, sir. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess I can hit this other quick Carolyn muse. It kind of connects to Carolyn, but uh, what if Villanelle's first job, if Carolyn decides to give her one, is killing Rianne once she finds out that Rianne is responsible for taking out Mo? <gasps> Maybe that's what that is. Ooh, alternate muse oh. just popped up that they're showing her footage. CCTV footage. But then again, why wouldn't she? I'll just finish the muse that she, <laughs> they're showing her Mo. Mo being killed by Riyadh. I know, I was trying to concern myself with facts. Let me not do that. So that's, I'll just throw it out there before I forget that maybe it's Mo footage. Mo Jafari, Agent Mo, that she's looking at. But then I'm like, does it really make sense? But whatever. I'm just making space for the absurd. So Villanelle acting ridiculous with Rianne because she's pretending to still be working for the lady in red when she's in fact working for Carolyn and she doesn't know how to act like a double agent. So she's just being overly ridiculous. Well, maybe Carolyn doesn't sake. say kill Brienne. Maybe she says something like find out who killed Mo Jafari and take them out or something to that effect. Mm. And so maybe through the course of hanging out with Brienne for a job, she's able to suss out if Rianne was responsible for this job in the same way she sussed out Cuba from Edina. Just enough questions, enough oh. pestering, and someone can just blurt something out. And it looks like she's intentionally getting on Rianne's nerves. So maybe she has an ulterior motive besides just being a little shit like she normally is. So uh, thoughts, queries, theories on that? Oh, on the ridiculousness of a Villanelle? No, my initial muse that Villanelle's first job could be to take care of the person responsible for Mo Jafari and his death which would imply that Villanelle would have to have a jaunt off of violence with Rianne. But given her current state of affairs, I just don't know how that would go, which would require Eneve Palastri in the cut to help her out. 
But that is my muse. Ooh. Uh, not impossible. Uh, I wonder how much time that will take overall. Will it be all episode long? I hope not, personally. I hope two commercial breaks max. But it just depends on when people do get to meet up with other people. Um, so that means that by the time Eve meets up with Villanelle, which is definitely early, that Villanelle and Eve, or Eve's not too far behind when Villanelle is meeting with uh, Mary Poppins with the with the bangs. Well, I actually think Mary Poppins with the bangs is in the ballroom scene. It doesn't really make any sense for her not to be because Villanelle's in the same outfit. Where are they going? Maybe the mark they're supposed to kill is at this ballroom scene. And because it's tied to this Bruce guy, Eve ends up as well there because she's been doing her horrible bribery shit oh right and so i i don't know the two gifts that i saw of of them of them in the ballroom i tried to be like well who else could be in this room i was looking for people like constantine or dasha just like in the cut i feel like i saw someone who looked like ran because you know those bangs and she has dark hair black hair i'm not sure but i'm not sure what that means because if it is Rayanne, and the clip is the one that went everywhere, which is of the BTS, of them slow dancing. They're not really dancing, just looks like they're embracing really tightly, which I love that if that is Rayanne, she's off in the cut. So what is she doing? Did Eve cut in? Because we know that Villanelle is dipping Rayanne another one. Did she ask for the dance? Was Rayanne gone? And then she comes back to find them dancing? Because if that's the case, I just feel like she's not going to be with the shit. So I feel like she's going to be like, yo, um, the lady in red. And, you know, I do whatever she tells me. She right. said we're supposed to do this and whatever the fuck you're doing here. But this bitch is not what we're supposed to be doing. And that could be a moment in which Rayanne gets got courtesy of Mostly Eve, but also so, Villanelle, because Villanelle is not going to want to, she's not going to want to go hand-to-hand with Rayanne. If she was interested in going hand-to-hand with a bitch right now and feeling confidence, Dasha wouldn't be alive. No, it's true. So, I so. am now picturing Eve and Villanelle and Dasha cutting in because it's not supposed to be going down. Fuck you. And Dasha's in the hospital. What you mean? Uh, Mary Poppins with the bangs okay. is cutting in because okay, what's yeah. going Poppins, down Mary is Poppins not supposed to go down. Well. And... It's it's them either picking a I don't want to say fight or flight because it's not flight, but it's 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 Villanelle making a snap decision in that moment. Maybe well, maybe multiple stuff are happening in the scene. Maybe at this point in time, Villanelle doesn't know Rayanne is the one who killed Mo. Maybe Eve has information that this banged bitch killed Mo, and. If she isn't there right away, when Eve first walks up to be like, hi, she's like, hi. And they have a conversation, obviously. I think it's in one of my later muses that in this conversation, I hope my love speech comes, or at least part of it, in which Villanelle confesses, confesses what she did to her mother. And that would explain the ridiculous look on Eve's face where she's like, yo, what? Where Villanelle just looks calm and kind of smiley. And Eve is just kind of looking at her like, yo, what the fuck did you just say? The only thing I can conjure in that moment is, oh, I killed my mom and it's totally chill. And Eve's like, ah, I don't think that's chill, ma'am. I don't think it's chill at all what you're saying. And then they they do stuff. They have a conversation, hopefully, a good one. Oh, do you want to dance with me? Sure, let's dance. Let's do that. Rayanne went somewhere. She come back. She's like, oh, hell no. You know, they told me about this bitch and what she could do. And literally her girlfriend's right here. And then something happens and then they end up out of there. And then somehow Rayanne ends up dead, murked over. Because if she causes a problem enough with Villanelle, like, oh, you have to do this. Eve is going to have the darkness ebb. And if she threatens Eve, Villanelle's darkness will ebb and flow. And so I don't know that I actually believe that she has enough skill or strength, given her arm injury at this time, to take Rayanne for how they're showing her, even though we've seen no skills. But the double team 
which is what I've been wanting, could totally happen. Like both of them together, just like, let's just get this bitch because they're connected with the brain cell. They won't have to speak. They'll just know. Yes, murder. Let's do it. The thing is, though, you mentioned Dasha and I yelled that Dasha's not going anywhere just because she doesn't seem to be right away. Like that preview showed us that in a moment, they're both in hospital gowns and she's laughing. But in another moment, Constantine has his jacket on and Dasha's talking about you shouldn't check out by yourself. So, like I said earlier, I don't believe that Dasha would be in there unless she had to be in there, which makes me wonder, how badly did Eve fuck you up? I'm going to leave it there because that's one of my other muses. Like, how many people has Eve fucked up? But gosh, that leaves me so much pleasure to know that Dasha's not dead, but she's suffering. That's some Varys shit. That's some Varys from Game of Thrones shit. Like, I'm not going to end your life because ultimately I'm ending your life. You're going to live in squalor and abject humiliation and pain. And that's not to say that Dasha is in squalor, but right now it's abject humiliation. How do you let a bitch like Eve Balastri, the um, turtleneck, according to everyone else in the 12, fucking around the 12, and she just fucked you up, potentially broke your back, potentially broke your neck, and along right. with your ribs? Dasha's a small thing. And Eve was stepping pretty hard, so I don't fucking know. But... That's really it. That's I feel like I started out with, what if Brienne is marked by Villanelle? But it evolved into other mini muses I have. But yeah, that's those are my current thoughts swirling around right now in terms of what could be happening with Rian, Eve, and Villanelle to some degree in the ballroom scene. Well, all right. Well, I'll do this quick uh, muse about Paul since he's around. Um, ultimately, my muse is that we're ultimately done with Paul. At this point, even if he showed up to meet with both Eve and Villanelle, they have never been introduced on screen. So unless we, you know, time jump, flash forward and be like, oh, this happened because Carolyn never introduced Eve on screen to Paul, nor anyone in the 12 for Villanelle to know who Paul is. So even if he's like some sort of reveal for those two independent characters, they won't be able to make the connection that that's the same guy. What if there was a conversation had off screen? <laughs> Just saying. I mean, Villanelle knew about sure. certain things to do with Constantine that we did not see on screen. So they could do that. That is a possibility. Sure. Where sure. Paul could be like, Villanelle, great to see you again. Good to see you too, Paul. And then we just have to take it. We have to accept it. We have to go forward. So it's got to make Followed space. Followed by for the a commercial break sponsored by Kettle One. I can't. I can't. I mean, I can because you might do it and then I just will be stuck with it. But, um, ooh, that was mean. I said Alessa Flash Forward decided to be a little bitch and steal exposition from me. His claws will remain out of the forefront. But, <laughs> you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So and that wraps up my thoughts on what a poll could be. Oh, and then I said Mo will be mentioned by at least two characters. And then the preview with Carolyn, she says it at least once. So I'm like, she does. Right. So I was like, oh, that's one and a half of my... My baby muse is... Well, yay. Look at you with a baby muse on the board. Oh, so I guess one of my muses now. It's a really short and quick muse. More so a question to the void, to the abyss, to the world, to the why. When, oh when, will Eve remove her wedding ring? Might it be in the finale? Or will we have to wait till series fall to get this bitch to take off her wedding band? Even though Nico was like, piss off forever. When will... She allow her finger to get a full and complete tan the way Lilith intended. If I had to really guess, it would be the moment she realizes she's still wearing it. I know that sounds weird. I don't know if that means that this Mm. could be a weird her grabbing onto a thing and it finally slips off or it randomly starts (laughs) hurting her. Yo, your muses. (laughs) 
randomly starts hurting. I would love to. Her ring randomly starts hurting her. I mean, her hitting it against something, like something. I mean, that can happen. You can really damage your finger if you break a ring while you're wearing it. There's etiquette for like jewelry, but I feel like Eve Remember my friend with the ring avulsion that I dealt with expertly? And it was because she was wearing a ring that got caught on a fence and it took... It took flesh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I had to remain calm and handle things. But it's a, it's, are you saying this season or next series? Let's let's boil it down to something simple. Oh, this series, series or next series? Well, I guess that's your answer. I'm going to go with my eternal optimism as I have. And I'll say in the finale, she takes off that thing and chucks it into the river. <laughs> whatever's nearby, whatever body of water's nearby, whatever gutter, she throws it in there. And that's what happens. And <laughs> got my fingers crossed. For that, so this is this is gonna sound a little complicated, but oh but god, it's not. when do your theories not complicate? It's, it's gonna just it's just gonna sound complicated, but it's not. So this is where my clown makeup contour is coming in. I think Dasha gets out of the hospital, and if she doesn't, she has to because no one. No <laughs> oh one's, wait a minute! I was, I was you like, made me laugh. I said if she doesn't, I think Dasha gets out of the hospital. If she, if doesn't, she doesn't. No, she, she has, has to. to. <laughs> she has to. No. It's a, it's a must. Mostly because I want I want Eve to learn about Dasha by seeing her in person. Not from someone saying it. I don't want a Constantine showing up and telling Villanelle about Dasha's condition to Villanelle where she's like, well, all I, I did was I actually don't want that, but right. I'm afraid we might get that because Constantine has been the deliverer of things. But the I'm clown not- makeup contour is telling me to say that Villanelle will learn about Eve from Dasha. <laughs> that seems like you want a lot of passage of time that we aren't seeing because if they are adhering to some degree of normalcy with how the body works with dasha she's not getting out of that hospital constantine's not supposed to he's just able to get up and discharge himself i don't think this hoe's able to get up i don't think she can i know she can't i don't think she can't and so that's a different job i want villanelle right i want i want villanelle to turn and look at eve and I want Eve to have that look on her face like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but that would almost mean that it wasn't good enough. That's, so, that's the only reason why I'm rejecting Dasha showing up. Because on in my initial muse, I was like, well, doesn't Dasha have to show up to deliver the news? But then again, it's not as, it's not as legendary. It's not adding to the legend of Eve Palastri if you are able to get out of the hospital the next day. It adds to the legend if you're in the hospital for two or three weeks and your trip to Russia is delayed. And the lady in red has to show up and be like, yo, what happened? And she's like... Okay, so maybe I underestimated the turtleneck just a little bit. Just a little bit. I should not have made the joke about her husband's stash being stolen. And she crushed she crushed my ribs, my spine, and my esophagus. Right. I, I know you told me to not go after Palastri, but I, I, I kind of sort of maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. She she did go after Palastri, though. She didn't. She followed the rules. She was like, I could kill Palastri. And the lady in red was like, nah, chill. Just drive a wedge. So everyone else was on the board for pieces. She went after Nico. Her issue was gloating with a petulant bitch like Eve who has the darkness inside of her and not being able to stand up and be able to fight. And so in my mind, someone else has to relay the Dasha story because that's what makes it better. If Dasha is relaying it herself, she's going to underplay it. And she's already okay enough to talk. If Dasha's still in the hospital and Constantine is like, wow, you really fucked Dasha up. Or the lady in red is like, well, turtleneck, you surprised me because... I see what you did to Dasha and I'm impressed. But someone, that is how legends are born. That is how they're formed. Someone else tells the tale and then it grows and grows and grows until you become what the ghost knows about Villanelle. 
And that's my long-term game for Eve is that more stories will pop up. We start way back when, way back when, when she was working for MI5 and that bitch and the four others died and she didn't give a fuck. And we go all the way through past Bill, past Hugo, past so many people. This past episode, she said, Constantine, eat a dick, bitch. Where's Villanelle? Okay, I don't have time for this. You random man, Harvey Weinstein lookalike, get the fuck out when I have my information. So Eve doesn't give a solitary shit balls. But she really doesn't. If if the story is relayed, especially through a Constantine, now I'm not gonna, Dasha's not gonna tell Constantine that Eve messed her up. But why wouldn't she? I would I would want her to, but it, it just there's there's too much to work with then. Because then once Constantine is telling Villanelle about the condition of Dasha, that is Villanelle being surprised that she did all that with the golf club. That's Eve looking sheepishly to the side, hoping that they're Wait gonna a minute, hurry but up and you're change assuming the subject. that she would that she would think it's a golf club. I, I don't connect those two. Villanelle hit her once with a golf club. Right. So why would she connect broken ribs or a broken back or whatever else could be broken to her golf club? That makes no sense. Especially because Constantine would be like, yo, what the fuck? How'd you get here, Villanelle? And she'd be like, Puh. Villanelle did a little hit but her girlfriend. Like something that Dasha could say that Constantine's like, actually, I've been kind of messing <laughs> with this girl Eve and I know she is wild and then communicating that to Villanelle but in two to three sentences tops there's a way to write it so that you imply really intense pain and then both Villanelle and Constantine looking at Eve like they did when she rolled up in the safe house in series two like oh and Eve just like well, I, well we'll see what happened was I was just trying to get some information about where you were Villanelle and something happened I, I saw red and before I realized what I was doing, I heard crunching <laughs> and there was a siren. And so I just left the scene of the crime. I did. I left the scene of the crime. But I feel like I kind of want it to be funny because this is still the show that Phoebe Waller-Bridge started, which is dark fucking humor. So we can't just have everything be dramatic. Someone must deliver Eve's legendary status of back-breaking, bone-breaking, crushing feet in a humorous way. And the only people right now who can do that effectively are Constantine, Dasha, and maybe the lady in red. Perhaps even Rianne. Maybe the lady in red sends Rianne over there to get the info. And she's like, well, bitch, this is what happened. Rianne's like, oh, we're? Oh, on the ballroom while they're dancing? Woo! Well, I don't know if it would be on the ballroom, but I just mean someone who has the information who eventually lets it drop to Villanelle for her to be like, what? And I miss this? God damn it. I'm like, yeah, girl, that's why you got to stick together so you don't miss Eve's next <laughs> rising of darkness. Well, because right. you know with her, it could happen randomly. You could be checked into a hotel. Some poor worker talks to her the wrong way, and she's trying to push him in the tracks, just like she did that man in series two. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want Villana to find out, and it'd be something that completely slipped. I don't want to say completely, but uh, slipped enough of Eve's mind, because Eve has so much other things on her mind when it comes to Villana that that, that one moment, that that's not... That, that was a Nico thing, so she's not really thinking Here's about Nico. Here's another option that Eve can deliver. It just came to me, but Eve can deliver it herself. If I get a partial love speech in the ballroom where for some reason Villanelle just, well, not for some reason. It's also very Villanelle, but that's kind of how I want it, that she just drops it. She just lets it fly. I kill my mom. I did these things. And then Eve will do her fucking one brain cell magic to be like, I know this is affecting you. And maybe she goes quid pro quo like she did with Jamie. She's like, well, I, <laughs> I think I killed Dasha. You know what I mean? Like, because then Villanelle doesn't have to know. Because she's like, what? So is that why she's in the hospital paralyzed or whatever? I don't fucking know. But that it could happen that way as well, that they just have a very frank exchange. It's very quick and to the point where she's like, I killed my mom. And she's like, oh, I think I killed Dasha. And Villanelle's like, wait, what? I what? thought I wait, killed Dasha. What? No, sorry. I'm not there. 
I will never believe that Villanelle thought she killed Dasha because, again, you undermine her whole assassin shit. If we are supposed to believe that Villanelle thought she killed Dasha with a golf club. No. The only people Villanelle tries to kill and doesn't successfully are people she loves and she does not love Dasha. So I just think, like I said, she was trying to get away. And that's why she says, oh, shit, because nothing about what she did makes any sense. And it's certainly not professional. It's not cute. But she just did it. And she ran away to fight Constantine. That's that's why Carolyn is looking at her in the early scene like, girl, do I really need any new employees right now? I don't think so. And from what I've heard, from what I've heard, I hear again a D minus. Or Eve Pilastri's getting an A plus in getting on my nerves. But also getting intel. Because Eve gets on Carolyn's nerves, but doesn't she get the intel? Does she always show up with some new shit to be like, okay, Carolyn, here's where we're going next. So Villanelle will have to prove that she can be as a spy resourceful as Eve. Because Eve truly is that, that thing where you're like, maybe she's not the killer, but she can figure stuff out. Villanelle's the killer, but now we have like a, a weird switching of places. Which is another mini-muse that Villanelle and Eve seem to be oscillating on opposite sides of the spectrum. Eve is getting more confident in her darkness and Villanelle's more like, I don't know. And that is interesting. Perhaps the one brain cell, like we said. Who knows? Yeah, pass them back and forth to one another. You thought I was the bad guy. <laughs> well, she did say that to Nico. And finally, we have Eve this season, final episode. I am not a nice lady. Girl, we been new. We been new. I feel like I took over your muse, but that's just because you said those things. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I want, I want Villanelle to learn about what Eve did. And a part of me wanted it to come from someone else. Whether it, you brought in Rianne, I didn't even think of Rianne. When you brought in cover all the options. Right. When you brought in Constantine, I was like, oh, but that means that. Dasha would have to be honest with Constantine and then what if her pride gets in the way and she just half covers up or something and it's like if Dasha's a rat she would be a rat for people who are above her station but not beneath it so maybe it's none of Constantine's business so it's ah. actually the way I could see Dasha having her pride but it also not mattering in terms of the information is if Constantine asked her about her injuries and what happened? And she's like, oh, just the, the rotten. It's fine. I just broke this little thing. And the nurse comes in and is like, so unfortunately, you're going to be bedridden for the next 10 weeks. And he's like, uh, she's like, it's not it's not what you think. Like she tries to downplay it. And then mm. a doctor comes in and is like, so your internal injuries, your bleeding, your hematomas, all these things. Dasha, but they're looking I have really a bad. holiday. I have to make my flight. <laughs> they're like you're not going anywhere, lady, for a long time. We right. can try to transfer your ass to Russia, but it has to be via bed because you can't fucking move. Or go anywhere. The At least that's what I'm hoping. If she has paralyzed Dasha or immobilized Dasha for a section of weeks, come on, that is just <sighs> amazing. But that sums up uh, things I wanted to bring up in regards to E. Villanelle and Dasha, but mostly Dasha centered things. So uh, just to figure out, just to know where you stand on this, you believe Dasha is mobile and will make herself known to one of the ladies, both the ladies at the same time. My clown contour definitely wanted a message to get to Eve. I kind of feel like it has to. Like, don't show us Dark Eve rising and don't let someone else know who's not Dasha. Like, don't do that to us. Because they may want us to let Eve believe that she is dead. But I feel like... It works better. (laughs) It works better if she's alive. It does. And I'll jump into my mini muse, my other mini muse here, which was the legend of Eve Balastri and us needing to talk about, you know, how many people are living with the aftermath Mm -hmm. or they're living with the aftermath of her ridiculousness. And she leaves people to die. Evidently, they don't die. 
They live. And they, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like the rumor mill is getting to Villanelle shit because you, you look at, since we saw Eve, she hasn't cared about not a single person, even though Elena loves her and stuff. That bitch got out the car. She, she put sure Elena's life at risk. She put Frank's life at risk. Her passcode was one, two, three, four. Yep. Okay. Frank got dead. He got his knob chopped in her couture that she wore earlier that she night. She wore and got wet. End of season one. Actually, end of season one, transitioning to the beginning of series two. You give her the old lady body because Villanelle's former spy um, neighbor gone. is totally her fault. It's on her. There's a Gabrielle if you want to give her. Well, that a Gabrielle from is like a Villanelle. side. Gabrielle is in the same category as the victim from the first episode and the four. They're like cursory kills that she okay. didn't kill directly, but she totally did with her actions. And yeah, she killed Gabrielle by existing, but still, <laughs> right. she existed. She existed to stress Villanelle out with her love. And Villanelle was entirely and completely smitten at that point. She got stabbed and she was like, that's love, bitch. And I just, wow, I was just thinking back to that first episode that we watched last year when we were had all those ideas about like, I wonder what Villanelle's going to do, how she's going to react. And the hospital scene, she's like, I got to go back to London. It's my girlfriend, you know? And Gabrielle like, women don't stab. And he's like, I know, I know, right? I know, right? I really got to keep her here. And Gabrielle's like, um, <laughs> um. And wait, to, to rewind back to series one, did we count Anna? Because Eve's the reason Anna's dead. Because Villanelle would have just oh, yes. snuck Anna. I always count Anna. I always count Anna. If she didn't leave the sorry baby, if she didn't leave her petulant, petty, wonderful, sorry baby, <laughs> Anna would be alive today. All right? So Eve literally has all these bodies. So just think about the legitimate agency that is either someone else in MI6 or the FBI or some other just agency who's compiling the fucking file on Eve Pilastri. Because if the 12 has a file on Turtleneck, other people do. And of course... And it's just getting worse. And you know, the fat the best panda way. murder on the sign-in for the nurse for that day. Well, that's not her fault, <laughs> I know but it's not it was her for fault. her. It was for her. It was a misandry kill for Eve. I mean, but imagine having to explain that as Eve. She doesn't have... She, but you say have to explain as if Eve ever explains herself. She does it. Oh, well, yeah, she does She it. does what she wants. Right. And she's like, aunt. <laughs> so she is not... We don't have to worry about Eve explaining anything. She's never explaining anything to anyone except maybe, maybe Villanelle. And that's a big maybe. Because we see how petulant those two are. And like I said, with the way Villanelle's carrying on right now, how anyone could doubt Top Eve with her dark energy, I just don't know. So that was it. Um, yeah, the Legend of Eve Pilastri right. grows like evil in the dark. Right. Pilastri goes in, in the, the dark. dark. Right. Legend, literally. And so I just imagine that Hugo somewhere, maybe he's still working for MI6, even though he's sued, but he's just, or maybe he's in another organization that is like related to what MI6 does, but not. Maybe it's in the private sector or something. And he's hearing about Eve. There was friends still at MI6 and they're like, yo, okay, so I know we're not supposed to be sharing information, but can I just tell you what Eve Palastri did last week? And he's like, don't say that name. Right. Don't say that. Well, she left another man for dead. I see. I know she did. I believe that. I believe it. Who was it? Constantine. Of course. Of course it was Constantine. But yeah, that was just a little side. It was not even a muse. It's just a realization, a revelation, a reckoning, a fact that the legend reckoning. of Eve goddamn Palastri is growing across Europe and hopefully soon the Americas and soon she'll be un- Stoppable. And I just hope Villanelle is really proud of her girlfriend when she finds out everything she's been getting up to without Villanelle's help. Without any help from Villanelle, it is just Eve being messy and ridiculous all by herself. Lord, you just got me thinking of, of Jess in a group chat. <laughs> oh, no! Where do you go? Where do you go? Right. Hugo. She's, she's got the baby. Like, wait, what did Eve do now? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would believe that. Lord, and uh, this next... Uh, uh, 
baby muse of mine. Well, I already said. I feel Mo like we Weaver. have a lot of baby muses, but that's, I mean, we're at the end of the series, so that kind of makes sense. I said Mo will be mentioned by at least two characters, but I already said that. Oh, and then I said, mm. Oh, this is when I wanted Dasha to have a change of heart about letting Villanelle and Eve fend for themselves. When I was <laughs> like, when I was looking for someone on the inside to help them get out, right. but you know, maybe that's not gonna happen, and it's not Dasha, so that sucks. Um, oh, but we'll have no qualms about ratting out Constantine. I feel like she already ratted Constantine out. Right. Uh, Constantine will have so much to answer for. But I feel by the end of this series that he will undoubtedly survive, even though he's a ticking time bomb, it's checking himself out of the hospital. Like that's who does that? Like he's who just does he's that? adding the tension of his character being present on screen to where he could literally scare himself to death. But I feel like that's just going to be holding tension for minimal reason. I don't think he'll be gone. Gone. Mm. Uh, where are we? Oh, two people at the bit of pill will fall. Wait, that's not Constantine anymore. Ugh. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm done with Constantine because the rest looks like. Is it all bit of pill? Is it all bit of pill? No, it's Constantine. It's bit of pill, and then it's Arena. So those are my last three. So all right. Let me see what I have awaiting here. So many of my muses crisscross, which is why I always reference the chart, because that's literally what I'm doing in my brain. No, I'm just right. connecting things right. to other things like that the, circle back to other things. Right. And it's really, really ridiculous. Like push pins and string. I get it. I see it. The vision. All right. So I, ooh, I will leave this paragraph for the end, um, that muse. So here is, here is a quick muse. I mentioned this to you early in the evening, but we weren't recording. And look, Villanelle has literally cried. With everyone this season, every goddamn person, Villanelle has shed a fucking tear. That bitch is hovering tears for her heart and for Eve everywhere. And also her ancient mama who is now dead. So the muse is mustn't, mustn't. She also cry with Eve before the series is done. Mustn't, 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 mustn't we have this connection, this emotional connection. Because I just want to say that I'm going to be really fucking upset if I have to watch this hoe cry all season with everybody. But the minute she sees Eve, she... We're back to the stone face because this is what I've been saying to you. In order for them to have a, a proper chance at anything that isn't just crouched in lust and fury, they need to have a conversation. Villanelle needs to be off her fuck shit, which but, would but her fear need to happen. Think of everyone who's, I don't want to say laughed at her, but literally laughed at her. Like, and if she's already dealt with Carolyn before she meets Eve and you already saw what went down with, uh, with the lady in red. No one seems to be taking her seriously at her caliber. Even Dasha laughed off and said that she's some dud now. Like, everybody's seeing her as not what she was, and they're equating that with her worth and value. Eve has That's not to... why she's crying. No, no, I know, I know. But Eve has to be... Her, her fear would be that if she showed Eve what she's become, that Eve what? would not be into that because no think, one else I think we are finally into that. on I think we're finally on opposite sides of this here because absolutely not in my mind in my mind Villanelle has been surprising herself since series one and especially after Amsterdam and so the way I've taken it is that she took Eve's words to heart and honestly I don't know how you have the series two finale go the way it does and not address that unless you're just trying to retcon what Emerald did which isn't what they're doing and so I just don't know how you're a villanelle 
and you do what you do, but you're still kind of fucked up and confused about how to express your love and care because you're manipulating a bitch. And look at you, all season, ho, all season. People have been manipulating your ass time and time again. And what do, what are we finding out? What did we muse about earlier due to the song? Is that she's sick of it. She's sick of the mm-hmm. shits. So hopefully this means she has some goddamn perspective about manipulation. That Eve is perfectly capable of jaunting to a murder without the manipulation. If you'd let a bitch do it, the murder O would have probably been out of this galaxy. So does this mean that you think that Villanelle's gonna maybe offer Eve some sort of an apology before? No, I already said these hoes don't apologize. These hoes do not apologize. If they do that, I will be thoroughly shocked. I think they explain and they get to new terms with each other about just like stuff. But I feel like this is the breakthrough Eve has been looking for, especially if we go back to the Eve that confronted Villanelle and took off her emotional armor with her parka. And Villanelle was like, oh, my God, is everything okay? And he was like, I don't know. And she was like, oh, my God, perfect, perfect. Um, hey, what's going on? And in that moment, <laughs> Sorry, Villanelle because, was so excited. Right. She was. She was so excited. And Eve wasn't ready to fully go forward with the stuff. But she was trying to understand because she literally was like, you just had this moment in the AA meeting. And it really got to me like it felt real as fuck. It felt emotional as fuck. And it was good enough to convince the people. And now I need to know if this shit is real. Because because if you're being honest, then where does that leave me? Where does that leave what I think is happening here that we've not really vocalized, but we've done a lot of heavy, heavy, deep breathing and staring until we both kind of know what's going on. That I feel like Villanelle crying, certainly in front of Eve, something she's never done, is, 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 is an admittance to say, this is possible. I'm not just some stone cold woman that is going to crack a joke every time it's supposed to be serious because every single time it's been time for them to be serious Villanelle is cracking a joke if she's able to show Eve like in that moment maybe she gives her love speech that she's just like oh yeah I killed my mom but it's without the joke it's just sort of like out there and Eve is like oh wow because I believe Eve will be able to tell the same way she was able to tell last time with Oksana when she's being straight up like in episode five of series one where she basically runs the same game she runs on Lady in Red and Eve's immediate answer is Bullshit. 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 You're lying. So theoretically, if Villanelle's like, yo, I killed my mom and it's, I, you know, things are different. I'm just thinking about new things that Eve would believe her because she'd be like, oh, you are being honest. And this intrigues me. And because then it goes, it flies in the face of everything she said. You don't understand love. You don't know what that is. You don't love me. You couldn't possibly. And so if she sees this broken Villanelle over her mom, that no matter what kind of fuck shit else happens or has existed or whatever type of neurodivergence Villanelle has, that the reality that she loved in her way to her capability, her mother, and she wanted and desired this love in return, which other people were saying was sort of impossible for her, then that makes everything else they've experienced entirely valid. I'm already to the point in my mind that Eve thinks it's valid, but this type of validation from Villanelle is sort of like the last step in believing it's valid. I hope that outside the exposition, she's been coming to that realization slowly in her mind off screen. I would love, <laughs> I would love supported dialogue. Me too. For, me too, too, too. Because now you're putting the finale. Now the finale to me was already on a pedestal. You put it on the extra rungs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And but I'm, I'm not sorry like, also. So are we going to get any of this exposition on screen? Or are we going to cut to commercial? And We then, have to. Sorry, sorry. Or are we going to cut to commercial scene. and all of a sudden they're in lockstep and we're just supposed to just understand that the two of them are respecting where they are presently. Listen, I don't know how you have, I don't forward. know how you have Sandra O and Jody Comer and you don't let them say lies to each other. That's not what you do. That's not what you do. I don't disagree. You let them have the exposition to each other because it's it's what we need, especially since this is the only episode we're getting it in. And then we're done for a year to maybe two years. And I just need for the content to be just enough to tide me over. And we're clowns. We don't need much. 
Clowns don't need much, Killing Eve. Just a little bit. A kiss. What if we get And a love speech. A kiss. And a love speech. A kiss. And a love speech. What Please. if the love speech is the deleted moment? It's like you want to be assaulted no, no, in the no. studio. So. I do not want to be assaulted. Why would you even suggest? That the deleted Why? moments are villain Eve? Okay, so I am okay with deleted moments of villain Eve because they couldn't make it in. But what I'm not okay with is a deleted moment of a love speech. I'm definitely not okay with that. It's going to be hashtag justice for Candace, but something people didn't expect because I'm going to be marching alone <laughs> on the AMC studios. Turn it up. Turning up like what we flipping, what we burning, bitch, because this is out of control. While everyone is at the Target, <laughs> here's Candace at AMC headquarters screaming to no one because they're literally working from home. But she's still at the building. Believe she's there. Did she say believe in believe in, in believe? I don't know what that means, but she's projecting some light. What is that? It's a, is that an L? What does it stand for? <laughs> Lilith. It's the Lilith Batmobile signal. I kind of, I do want that. Like I was, I worked on a, <laughs> on a thing once with a friend with like a spotlight. Cause you know how people sometimes project art onto walls. Cause yes. then the cops, you know, they can't really do shit. Like a misandry signal where you turn it on and the M goes up. It's time to assemble. Misandrist assemble. Maybe that's also my nerdism coming out. I don't know, but it's what no, I want. I when know, I right. just have an extra... I don't know. And I'm like, can I just get my misandry light? And hopefully no one from the city takes it because there's no appropriate permit to shine that bright light. But they don't have to know. Although I know people would die me out. I know the men would die me out. They'd be like, um, officer, <laughs> there's a woman in the hood. And she, every time this light goes up, these other women appear with weapons and stuff. <laughs> and they start harassing men. And it's really, I'm really scared. They're a gang officer. <laughs> Like, I can, like, imagine it because, like, the signal itself would be, like, this big. But then it has, like, this thing that you could put Over on it. it. Right, to then, focus right. the light. And exactly. then hopefully it's just, you know, powered by the building that it's on top of. And then you could shoot it straight up. You can shoot it at an angle. I'm liking this. I'm getting way too excited. See, that's what happens, though. And <laughs> then you're like, oh, man, I don't have it. All right. So I have a little bit of a more serious muse here for once in this snack that I was going to ask you about. So remember in episode five of this series, the Villanelle standalone episode, towards the end there when she's talking to Tatiana, she has the line, what I mind is that you won't admit what you are. Do we think, and I can't remember actually if we spoke about this before, we might have, but do we think, especially with the new developments in Beautiful Monster, that she was also talking about Eve in that moment? Uh, I would not put it past uh, storytelling to have Villanelle need to get all of these words out of her and it for some reason not be to the person that needed to hear it. The same way how these tears have been leaving her face and they're not to the person who they're probably really for. Like, this is your squishy side. This is your squishy place. And this is really only one person supposed to be getting all of this stuff. Or but and like a projection, because if, if Villanelle had this problem with her mom or she felt this was the issue all along and then she's living her life, she's doing her thing, she gets mixed up with the 12, she meets Eve and then she is convinced with very good reason that they are alike. They are the same, as she says at the end of series two, when they have the split in the ruins because miscommunication, manipulation, all that stuff, the rejection of Eve saying, yes, we are the same in this, you know, split brain cell faded lovers, red thread of fate, all that right. stuff. But I'm like, she rejects you know. it. Right. And so even though she's like, but I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm not afraid. Not afraid she's still like, I'm not like you because I'm walking away. And so I wonder if 
you know, working backwards, something like this doesn't explain the trigger for Villanelle. Because the way Jody played it, she was glitching the fuck out. She was doing her best to try to keep it all together. She was like, don't, don't stab a hoe. <laughs> don't shoot a hoe. No, 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 no. Villanelle, um, let's, what do, what do other humans do? They listen. But literally she was like, you have 1.6 seconds left of listening. And then click, glitch, 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 glitch. Fire the gun. That's what's happening. And so I'm wondering if that was potentially, and maybe Shannon the director or Suzanne will answer it later. But if that was some of the stuff given to Jody about this line, that you're saying this and you're really upset about your mother, as you have been for over 20 years, but also this is striking a chord with what's with you and Eve, that you believe her to be dark, you believe her to be like you with the missing empathy in a lot of places, but she refuses to admit it. She's like, no, my husband, no, my life. And to be fair, Eve was on that bullshit. She definitely was. And it would piss a hoe off. It pissed us off. So I mean, but I don't think she's ever told Villanelle, but I, my husband. <laughs> she told it to other people, like a Kenny. She told it to, like, a Carolyn. She told it to... Um, are we forgetting Eve on her knees? Are we forgetting all of oh, Villanelle's yeah, stalking in yeah, series two? Come yeah, on now. Come on yeah. now. But that, that was Come Villanelle already reading into and understanding that there was someone. And she was like, look, man... I don't know but why she had to I meddle. entertained even a second of thinking that you were some sort of factor. It would have... But she, but, but, but I don't know. I have to veto that because the the smell you later episode and the one in the, the storage locker, it, it goes against that. It shows that right. she actually perceived Nico as a threat, a threat right. real enough to say, I can't murk you. She couldn't right. even do that for her mother. Right. Well, she fucking was like, Nico, I'm not going to kill you because I really just don't want to fuck up what's happening with Eve. And I just know that this thing has to dissipate by itself. And she was too impatient and using her manipulative skills. And to be fair, literally everyone manipulating her, you could argue that that kind of behavior is going to show up more frequently in someone who is manipulated because you kind of like do what you learn sometimes. Well, when I'm thinking of Villanelle in relation to Eve and then her mom and then the things that she said, I mean, before she said um, uh, what... I guess what I mind is that you won't admit what you are or like me before that. She said, you know, I didn't mind that you took me there, whichever I was like, yeah, when you dropped her off into, you know, the orphanage where you left her for two weeks where it burned down at least two floors. And then she ended up in wherever because timelines are weird. Um, that, that also could have been double speak for uh, like, if that same speech were given to someone like Eve saying, I didn't mind that you took me there, whether that means taking her into the MI6 or taking her to deal with Aaron Peel or taking her to Rome, because I'm pretty sure that was all, that was a Villanelle's idea to go to Rome. Like she was told to get that. I mean, uh, she invite. was told to go she with Aaron, told... but she also had more fun than was on the homework oh. assignment. No, no, I, Rome, I, she, so, oh, well, <laughs> so of course I don't she know. did. Of course, of but course even she with did. Aaron, because she was playing games. I see what you're saying about the alignment, but the other thing that really brings it together for me is the song. Literally, that song, I see darkness in yeah. you. The first time we hear it is while Villanelle is looking at Tatiana dancing all carefree in the crowd. Right. And then we hear it again. When they're back at home and we hear it again when Eve is crushing Dasha. So I'm simply saying there are dots to be connected because they put them there to be connected. Right. And then the way they threw that commercial break in between while the song was going, unless that was meant to be playing twice because it was the same break. So it was, if you watched it without commercials, it would have been the same song playing through the to black backup, same song. Um, but yeah, that's why I had weird issues with 
the song choices that were happening in because when we heard darkness that was eve rolling up on dasha's body but what the song we heard when villanelle cracked <laughs> cracked dasha's jaw was the unloved song and i was like well why is why does she get the unloved song well i already said why i believe she got the unloved song so i think we're just on two different spectrums of what the songs mean i'm taking the songs to infer behavior based on where they've been before and so if i hear unloved I'm going to then think of every other time and every other scene that song has played over a Villanelle and Eve scene, which is why I took that to mean that Villanelle was thinking of Eve. And for the Darkness song, it's it's new. And I just, I feel like it's really blatant that it's like, here it is over Tatiana. Tatiana couldn't admit what she was. And here it is over Eve. And Eve is literally smiling with glee as the darkness flows through her. And so parallels are definitely there. I don't know if that indicates that Villanelle is upset that Eve didn't admit it. I mean, she has to be to a certain degree because she believes what she believes until she started to question some things. And so it's an interesting parallel there because um, that's a major issue between the two of them is that Eve for a long time thought there was some moral separation between the two of them. And everyone else was kind of seeing, I don't know. Carolyn was like, is it though? Jess was like, is it though? Hugo was like, I don't know. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm a good person. And no one believes you around you, Eve, who has been around you, who knows you. So what is the truth? You made me think of that Friends what is the uh, truth? Uh, meme that you found that I was like, I don't watch Friends, so I don't get this. Oh, but it was, I guess, right. Phoebe staring at Rachel while Rachel realized that she was in love. And she's like, yes. oh, my God. I'm in love. Right, and right, Phoebe's right. like, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah we all, we, we, we all know. knew. <laughs> We've been new, girl. We've been new. So, yeah, I just... Uh, but yeah, I could see why people would, or anyone could think They led of, us there to connect right. those dots with the songs. And I just, it's interesting. And I just hope that all of it is leading towards a connective tissue that lasts through the finale. For these two, because I just, I've seen some people musing last week and otherwise like, oh, and then... What if they're going to leave? I even saw some shit about someone jumping off a bridge, either Eve or Villanelle or both. And I'm like, yo, where do, where do people get these theories? But also... How does this make any sense for the show? How does it make any sense, especially when the risks were taken and critics have responded to those risks? You're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to spend the whole season keeping these bitches apart to the last episode. And then at the last episode, keep them apart again. That is not how you ensure a big premiere in 20. This makes you think of 21. Remember when Iron Fist got the magic bullets? <laughs> like I was like, well, why would? But For it's the, a fist. What I was, was like, it, help um, me, gunfu, gunfu, the gunfu. Right. Let's what, not talk about those. With this bungee jumping, whatever you. That's what it's making me think of. That's that's where they. Were if going. they'd have got Lewis Tan, they'd have been straight with that. Yeah, but instead they got um, oh boy from Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. I mean, sometimes uh, you think you get a thespian from Game of Thrones and you think that that's going to be the answer. No, you can get a thespian. You just also got to get someone that knows a piece of martial art because, as we know. They didn't have to do that to us. Those of us, and by us, I mean us. Us, those of us who study martial arts or have in life. They didn't, I know I know. this is such a tangent and most of y'all probably never watched Iron Fist and keep it that way. Keep it keep that, it that way. way. This is not say, a recommendation. I'm just gonna say, you don't have, you, you can't have a dude walk in like he knows all the stuff to a dojo that is run by an actual, actual Asian person. The actress who played Colleen Wing, Jessica... Henwick, who actually was, of course, one of the daughters of dragons and God. I feel like of the people listening to this who might really get me, I know Makare might. Because what? What? What did they do to the Sand Snakes? Every time I await a non-male character to come in with her fighting skills and her jaunt, some dude is like, Candace, 
you know what's going to happen? She's not going to be as cool as you want her to be. So I was really hyped for Colleen to be in there because she was already trying to do something in Game of Thrones, but they played the Sand Snakes in Game of Thrones. And then what happened? She went to Iron Fist and they played that bitch in Iron Fist, but she was the best bitch in Iron Fist. And if they would have let it keep going, she could have carried the torch of who's out here doing stuff, but they didn't let a bitch flex. They did not let a bitch flex until the very end. And by then, there was too much of the other stuff. Right. Like magic so. bullets. Like, so. So. Why couldn't they get uh, Jessica Henwick to play Rianne? I mean, maybe because Rianne is like culturally relevant to like over there. She seems British. <laughs> it's just because right. I don't know what the actual actress right. is. Like, I don't well, know what her I ethnicity mean, is. So I'm just like, eh, right. European. Like how many people on Netflix, how much range they got? I mean, are y'all looking to do stuff at BBC One? Like who knows? Like, ugh. Well, that's all mm. down to agents and guilds and Guilds, so. for sure. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't even know how we got to the tangent. We should probably just move on from Oof. this tangent. I don't know how to extricate myself from it with any sense. 